Man, Christopher, how's it going? <laughs> it's going. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, it has. I mean, I kind of like accidentally like um not to use some obnoxious new slang, but like ghost people sometimes and like not even on purpose or anything. I just sort of like you know, the days and weeks sort of get away from me and I'm like like Oh shit! Like, I forgot my dad's name. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I totally understand that, man. I uh, the holidays hit, and it was just that was it for me. It was like, <clears throat> just yeah, fucking chaos. <laughs> Isn't um, that kind of funny? It's like it seems to me like the um, the holidays should be like a like a. I mean, you because people traditionally get work off or whatever holiday they ce- celebrate. It seems like it would be like a source of like relaxation but it right. usually works the opposite no. it's, the, it's the complete opposite you're right yeah um i wasn't even doing this i wasn't doing anything it was just like family and 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 friends and just just total chaos so, yeah but i'm glad to be back here and glad to be talking to you again man it's been a i mean we, we've spoken but it's glad, i'm glad to do this again you know it's, it's been a little i mean while. yeah it doesn't count if it's not being recorded you know yeah <laughs> that's true that's true um so what have you been up to? <laughs> um, I've been, I don't know, man. I mean, <clears throat> I kind of have like gotten to this point um, not to be like, you know, like ambivalent or like not, uh, you know, void of like empathy of like the current world, but I've sort of been like regressing to um, coping mechanisms I did in my youth and sort of like um, just kind of re-understanding like why I had an interest in like you know certain countercultures and music and books and movies and you know even like fashion and stuff I'm like oh yeah this was like a place that I, I used to like hide from you know anxieties of you know school or like you know kind of like you know horrible like family life or whatever and I realized like oh man like the world to me right now um feels a bit frightening so um I've just sort of given myself like the permission to just like hide in these things that I love and like um like I said certainly not like a cop-out but like I, you know, a lot of people and, and probably in a, a platform like this are going to say like, oh, what did you think of this, this or this, like the, the 20, you know, insane things that have happened right. culturally since the last time we talked. And I'm almost right. like, you know, back in the day, it was different because it seemed like they were, um, I don't know that they were less, but they were, they were not, everything wasn't documented. Mm-hmm. So like all these like horrible things that happened, I almost I almost can't keep up because by the time I would form an opinion and sort of, you know, cry and moan about it, like, you know, something bad would be happening within that time frame. So it's like, um, I feel like there's people really equipped to deal with these things. Um, I'm sort of just like, yeah, I'm like in a hideaway from it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like a long, a long answer, but that is the true answer. I've just sort of, um, you know, been a bit cowardice, you know, just like, um, you know, I've been watching like RuPaul's Drag Race and like, you know, exploring different ice yeah. cream flavors and just be, you know, <laughs> being, being very like, you know, juvenile, you know what I mean? Hiding under the covers. 
Absolutely, man. I agree with that a hundred percent. I'm, I'm the same way, you know, yeah. uh, I, I use this as a form of, of escape. Um, mm -hmm. not even escape, but I, you know, you know what I mean? Like something to just keep your mind occupied, keep your mind off this other shit that's going on, you know? Um, yeah. you know, yeah. Anyone else would probably ask you like, what do you think about the storming of the Capitol? And, but that's not me, man. I'm not going to ask that. I know how you feel yeah. about it already <laughs> because you know, yeah. <laughs> anyone yeah. no no one's gonna be like oh yeah i thought that was great you know <laughs> it, it was right it was right horrible I, um i mean i think well well that's the whole thing is that there's like all these like sort of like micro like specificities of like how do you feel about this this or this and it's sort of like you know we all kind of go like this in these little like fractions and stuff but i think everybody just like as cliche as it sounds it's like everyone just like wants to like be loved and love and like feel safe and like and um I, I don't know I mean I like yeah who who does like terrible things I mean I'm sure there are some like Genghis Khanians oh yeah <laughs> out there yeah you know and that's and that's very true but it's almost like um I I, I don't I don't really know exactly how to phrase this but I feel like there are different um almost like different like wavelengths of people it's like the people that are, um, you know, uh, committing like atrocities or, or thinking in, in ways that I would think are like vile or, or just don't understand. It's almost like um, we live in different places. Like, you know, it's like we, it, it appears we share like the same physical body and we live in the same physical world. But um, I just feel like there are different levels of like vibrations that people exist on. So um, it's almost like I don't, I don't even really know how to engage it it's like it seems like it's like a different a different language or something so i'm sort of like yes you know yeah and don't get me wrong the polar opposite of this exists you know there's mm -hmm. uh there's entire groups and entire websites devoted to uh discussing things like that and and um celebrating in a way but <laughs> that's not me it never will be me and um and i'm not saying i'm closed-minded if someone wanted to talk about it in a different light i would yeah. i would uh welcome that but I know, I know what wavelength you're on and pretty yeah. much everyone on my show on this show is, is on that wavelength too. Um, right. But yeah, I, I totally, I totally feel you for sure. And like, and definitely when I'm, when I'm saying like people are on different wavelengths and stuff, it doesn't mean that I want to um, completely shut down like a discourse because I feel like um, there is a danger with, with, um, you know, silencing people like that. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that that is like alarming to me, you know, because it, it seems like one of the first, uh, you know, uh, what would it be like tactics of oppression is to silence people. And then when people are oppressed, there's us usually some form of revolutionary. And that's usually with like, you know, a, a bang and not a whimper. So it's like um, it's almost as if it, it's like that, like Ram Dass thing where he says, like, hippies create police, police create hippies. So I think it's like um although like the the good um is becoming uh louder and and um we're sort of like shutting down all these people and, and it seems like um in in a way that it's good of course but in a way it's a little bit frightening because um it's not like they all got into a spaceship and flew to you know you know planet shithead it's like they're still <laughs> they're still here and if they're not able to sort of let out the air of the balloon, 
mm-hmm. it's going to just pop and and that sort of you know worries me or whatever then you're going to have like ted kaczynski's and shit like that um yeah but it's like on the other token it's like do you just let people just like spew this like hateful diatribe like freely just for the fear that they may erupt one day i don't know that that's the tactic either and and, right. and again that's why i say i'm sort of just like hey man like i'm gonna go to the, the store and get some you know whatever coca-cola and like Strawberry ice cream. God. Yeah. yeah exactly so it's like <laughs> i don't i don't have any um any answers for sure but i do think the different wavelengths and stuff but um i just it almost seems to me like um well what was it um i think the first prison that ever um used the electric chair and they they killed a man successfully well it took a long time but um i think it might have been called the auburn method i'm i'm obviously no one's going to fact check this but um (laughs) The entire prison, everyone had to be silent the whole time. That was like part of the punishment. Um, and it completely backfired. It made the, the prisoners worse. Right. Um, so, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, you know? And, and there is different le- levels to these kind of people, you know? Like, yeah, people who are just spewing hate. We don't, nobody wants to hear that. It's, it's not gonna mm-hmm. really help anything. Uh, but I don't think everyone should be silenced at the same time, I, you know? They deleted right. this. They like deleted this parlor app. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't honestly don't. I don't agree with anything on it, but I don't think it's right to delete it and to to yeah. silence everybody. Um, well, it's like I don't know. I mean, um, someone said this to me, and I, they just said it in passing, but I thought it was brilliant. They're like, "Well, at least with things like that, you sort of know where they all are." Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like now, where are they? And it's like it's even scarier. It's like you know, they're just sort of, they just became omnipresent and they're like whispering in libraries and things like that. And that's <laughs> like, you know, what are they doing? Like, you know, they're like in prison with the little mirror, like, hey, you know, um, and that's a little spooky too. And, and that's the point is that no matter what we do, um, like socially, um, it, it's no one's going to go away. I mean, we can't do some like, you know, clockwork orange shit where we like cure these people. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're either going to have to wait for like freaking aliens to come or some like great <laughs> awakening to have everybody sort of on the same page. And um, mm-hmm. the trouble with all that, too, is that even even the way that culture moves so quickly is that people um, that are often like villainized. I mean, um, it's like people that do good. They think they're doing good at the time. They're villainized later you know, like the Crusades and, and, you know, Columbus. I mean, these are like, like terrible things, but at the time it was like, they thought it was good. So um, I don't know. It's uh, everybody in their own way thinks that they're, they're on the right side of history and they think that they're doing the right thing. But it seems to me for the most part that like, um, and not to, you know, feel like some elitist or anything, because I don't really think I'm doing anything, but I think the only thing that makes sense to me the older I get is like sort of like spiritual teachers and artists and people that are like seeking things and um you know people exploring like space and stuff like that like those are the real people that I think are on the right right side of history I think people that are getting caught up in all these little things it feels really archaic you know right it, it's just sort of like I, I don't even yeah just like a 
we're gonna move past it all the time. Like, I think we're we're gonna have to move past it. I mean, um, I forget the, the syndrome of it, but sometimes like, you know, astronauts when they go up into space and they're obviously on like UK time and they're looking down, they, um, they, they were speaking about like this one astronaut said, um, I think he did like a year and a half in space, but he said that when he got back down to earth, he like flew and he landed in the Middle East and he said he didn't feel anything. He was just like, I'm not in the Middle East, I'm just on earth, you know? And Mm -hmm. so it's almost like in order for the world to like become more elevated and, and everyone to heal, it's almost as if we need some sort of grand like bird's eye view of all this stuff because, you know, the people that are doing good, the people that are doing bad, I feel problem areas in every right. side of it, right. which is which is tough. But I don't find a problem um, when I look at a beautiful painting or, or hear a song or something. So that's, you know, like I said, that's where I choose to hide. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think that's my biggest problem with all of it is that anytime, you know, the world kind of feels united or on the same page is when unfortunately like a great tragedy happens mm-hmm. you know uh, like 9 11 for instance like that happened and well almost everyone was united you know i feel like black white yeah you know everyone was united except there was still a group to point at and it was middle eastern people mm-hmm. and it was like the world against them at the at that time there's always we're always against somebody yeah uh, and, and unfortunately like i said it just it takes these great these grand things to happen, whether they're good or bad, mostly, most of the time they're bad, unfortunately, um, for certain people to get certain groups to get together, but it's all forgotten about, you know? Yeah, it's, it's true. It's really true. And, and, and one of the most fucked up things is that like, uh, historically, one of the great, uh, bonding, uh, things is for two groups to get together and hate another group. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, right. it reminds me on like, uh, on, on like the movie High Fidelity, when like uh, John Cusack's character is like, um, you know, hating her new boyfriend or something. And someone was like, no, 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 don't hate them because you're just creating, you don't hate him because you're just making their bond stronger and they're going to come together and hate you. It's almost like just right. be ambivalent to it. Right. So it's like people really, uh, you know, become united, like some like brave heart shit. I mean, those guys were like, <laughs> you know, like, well, they're like gonna, you know, charge to their death, but they're like, so united in their disdain for the other side. Um, and that's like the true, like irony of it is like, nothing can bring people together more than hating other people. Right, right. And history tends to repeat itself. That's the like truest statement of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you watch even shows like old, old things like Game of Thrones, you, you know, obviously, it's a fantasy show. It's got mm-hmm. a fucking dragon in it. But yeah. the message of this of the show is that there's always this conflict always Mm -hmm. and even back then and it's still going on now it's just in different forms and it's not as barbaric obviously Mm -hmm. um but it's always still going to be there and uh i don't know at one point i guess we have to figure out a way to uh like you said all meet on the same plane somehow but yeah i mean that's uh that's what's really troubling about it i mean if you think you know even a even a sperm cell is, is racing to, to get to become life. So even like, you know, at, at the very basis of our singularity, like there is some sort of like race to, you know, occupy a space and, and, and change the environment. And I think that's, uh, 
it's almost like kind of unavoidable in some way. I mean, we, um, yeah, we're, we're just, whatever it is about uh, the human race, um, soon as we got here, we changed the environment, you know, made technology, roads, houses, blah, blah, blah. And then we're like trying to go to space. And then we want to like, you know, you have Elon talking about, you know, making Mars, you know, able to like, you know, have like a little, whatever like a little mall and tesla chargers up there and it's that's just sort of how we operate and um it seems that it's very difficult in in that sort of like trajectory to be fair to everybody you know what i'm saying it's just like it's like the sperm you know and it's like even the sperm becomes a human then all of a sudden he's doing relay races and it's like he's still trying to get to some sort of finish line sure so it's uh it's really impossible but the one thing that i heard uh recently i thought was cool is that like all of this sort of like negative stuff about being a human um instead of trying to like you know fight it off or whatever it's to cultivate the other side of you that is aware that you were just a part of everything so it because it is like a it's a impossible fight to say own because it's like if there's one piece of bread on a life raft you know you could be buddha um you know someone's gonna have to fucking grab it and like and that's and that's tough i mean um so yeah it it's hard very yeah yeah man yeah i i totally get it um you know not to be cliche or just you know cheesy but life is so fucking short man you know yeah and it's like what you choose to do with that time you know just being born i think is um um, mathematically almost impossible yeah to just be born yeah and then to take this life that you know it's very difficult to even have in the first place and just hurt others or or whatever it just seems like a fucking waste to me you know yeah but no, it really, it really does. I, I, um, so yeah, sometimes I, I sit and I think about that, like what, like not necessarily like what it takes for a human to be so horrible, but like, like why, like why, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of like psychology behind that. And, um, you know, I try not to watch that stuff. Like a lot of like, uh, what like sociopaths, I guess like that people without empathy or whatever, but it, um i don't know it seems it seems to me like it go it would have to go a little bit deeper than that um i don't know i i think it's like yeah like you said this life you're it's like almost an impossibility and then you're here and you know your frontal cortex doesn't develop until you're like what is it 23 24 something like that yeah and then by the time you really like become online you're already fucking in it and you're like oh no like and the only way to get out of it is dying and that's everyone's greatest fear so what right. a, what a, what a fucking booby trap um <laughs> and i think i think that like freaks i think that freaks people out you know it's like it's almost as if you've been given something you don't know what to do with so you start hitting things and screaming into it and sure. you just don't really you don't really know what to do with it and i think that that's like that's like pretty much like you could really just break it down like that's why we have like nuclear weapons and like all this shit is because we don't know what the fuck to do it's like we're all just and i and i hate to sort of like dilute like you know like 
the space race and like art and like everything incredible that like or horrible that we're doing just to uh something as small as like the fear of death but i think if you really had to bring it all back to square one that would probably be the reasoning behind everything sure yeah, yeah absolutely man you know and that that's as much terrible shit there to me there's much more good shit you know like, we do have yeah. art and music and 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 all those things that i just surround myself in because that's what makes me you know mm -hmm. that's what gets me through um so let's switch it up let's talk about some positive shit um what is that yeah <laughs> what is that is right these days sure. um how you've been sober now how long um 98 days 98 days wow man yeah it's awesome. a long time awesome yeah. it's a very fucking long time mm -hmm. um how you, you i mean you look great you sound great how you doing Thank you. i'm doing good yeah i'm doing good man i sort of like uh, switched up how i think about it a bit i kind mm -hmm. of um I was telling somebody yesterday i don't really um i mean obviously i count the days because i was like 98 right away yeah. but um yeah 98 in like nine hours and 43 minutes and two <laughs> seconds uh yeah of course i count the days and stuff just because it's like it's almost like a neurotic thing but um i i'm more so just i'm like like you know it feels good to not be you know half drunk in the sun and feeling kind of ill and sick in the morning and sure. anxious and all the sort of like you know mild like delirium tremens and just all like the medical stuff behind it it was really a drag and and to just go like like man it feels good to like you know go get like an acai bowl or something like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it just just to sort of like flip the narrative and go like i'm not like not doing something something's not taken away from me i'm just enjoying stuff right now absolutely um, and that feels a lot better because before it was sort of like i felt like i had a, a gun to my head or i was holding my breath or i was just like oh you know like i can't uh i can't like can't relax like i felt like the end of my day had no period you know I yes just felt like I sort of just was you know uh, waking up like it's just so st like static electricity and then and and falling asleep it felt like i was literally like falling asleep like not even like a comfortable drifting off i was like i just felt like a ball of nerves um and i worried like i'll never be able to do anything like you know i'd get anxiety going up to like a cash register at the grocery store or something so i'm like well how would i ever you know um perform live or, or whatever you just get all these like weird fears that you're not going to be um a version of yourself that's able to like sort of be in society <clears throat> but i think that that's just like as immediate and extreme as it feels at the time i think that it just that stuff really just passes so it's like it's cool now to be like man i don't you know i just don't give a fuck like yeah you know i i could go on like saturday night live in like 10 minutes yeah I, you know what i mean and i just i don't know right. i just don't i just don't really care so i don't have that fresh sobriety like nervous energy anymore which is awesome and then i also sort of like this is going to sound like hyper alcoholic but i'm kind of like like i don't know maybe i'll drink again i don't know you know what i mean yeah, yeah. just i'm more ch i'm more chill about it or whatever so that i mean i don't know if that's like a danger sign but no i mean it's honest and i think that um that's one thing i've i've realized from 
any addiction problems that I've had and anything I'm trying to do creatively, mm-hmm. uh, I match the two things up. And I feel like if I don't have that drug or that drink, then mm-hmm. the creativity is just not going to be there. I'm not going to be the person I want to be. Yeah. Even though essentially it's a made up person because it's chemically altered <laughs> right. ver- version of myself. So um, doing these things completely sober is so much more real <laughs> to mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah. Um, how do you feel about, like, have you been writing a lot of music lately or recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah, both. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot better because I, um, you, you, you sort of tend to think like with this type of music that you really need to like, get lost in this moment in this story and just be sort of like a communicator from the heavens and all these like dramatic things and in a way you do um but like to be um just hyper alert and alive um it just it it makes it easier you know what i'm saying like um there will be times when like you don't have this like chemically induced drama and you sort of have to like mine for it a little bit more but um it is just, um, it is just better. I notice, like I, I have a little bit more acrobatic melodies and like tighter, and then like my mind goes like, okay, like this is like the Dorian scale or whatever, and then I'm a little bit sharper with like my rhyme schemes and more deliberate. Um, so yeah, I mean, just in a very basic sense, it's more, it's a little bit more controlled, um, and it's probably not as like enjoyable at times but that's like a bit gross in a way like you know like you think about it a lot of times when people um get their um you know their inhibitions or whatever like the guy's drunk at a party and he's like playing guitar and like he's like in his own theater act where he just feels so profound and he's like yeah and it's just and it's a bunch of nonsense you know um right so i think about that sometimes i'm like yeah me like two in the morning after drinking like 15 beers and I'm just like you know just moaning and you know sometimes I'll like cry be crying and it's just like this like you know it's it's beautiful in a way but like there is a a little bit of a hint of like it's a little bit embarrassing Mm -hmm. um to be that dramatic so it's sort of cool just to be like sharper with with your shit absolutely yeah um you wrote something the other day on, or maybe it was yesterday, today, I don't even know, on Instagram. And I thought it was kind of cool. Uh-huh. I thought it was interesting. I thought we could talk about it. Um, sure. So this is from you. Uh, let's say you blame your lack of success on the fact that general public isn't on your wavelength, but then one day you are successful. Uh-huh. Does this mean you have to pander to the general public? No, no, I'm sorry. Does this mean you have pandered Yes. The general public, or does it mean the general public came up to meet you? Mm -hmm. Who's rising and who's falling? Perhaps it's all just timing a simple meet in the middle. Right. So, uh, and then either one sounds rather icky, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Mm -hmm. that's interesting. So I, you know, I think of things like that, like you're not to me, you're not like a top 40. Mm -hmm. That's not who you are to me. And, I love that about you though. That's, it's more, I feel like the music's more personal. Right. I feel like things that you make are for us. It's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it makes it feel 
so much more special to people who listen to it. Right. Um, so what do you think, what do you define as success? Like, obviously, I mean, money, fuck money. I'm, I'm talking about like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the view of, on, in society of what success should be and like what you think it should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think there's like two, there's two forms of success. There's one that is just within you. And then there's one that is like exterior. So, um, the, the one that is within you would just be sort of, I guess, just feeling proud or whatever. Um, not, not that, that sort of, you know, that feeling where like, you just know you're not doing your best. You're like, man, like, like I'm wearing two different kind of color socks or like I didn't mail out that thing. And like, and it just sort of like snowballs. And then you just, you just don't feel good. You just feel like, man, I'm not, I'm not doing my best. You know right. what I mean? And it's yeah. not even for other people. It's just this sort of guilt that you feel that, and then you feel guilty and then you're, you continue to be more uninspired. And it just sort of is a never ending cycle. I mean, anything, um, opposing that I think is like a personal success and and it's like you know a, a baby taking their first step is a success and you know Sir Edmund Hillary climbing Everest is a success I mean they're very much like subjective to the, the person um so I think it is just like a sense of pride um and I um you know I'm, I'm getting a little bit older now and I look when I look back on my life I go like wow like I've always tried to um you know i made a lot of bad choices treated people bad and been a fucking monster but um you know I, I i like live with that and like but it's like i've also been like a really good person and, and thought about other people and um i've always tried to make i'm just always trying to make something pretty I'm trying to make pretty music yeah. that makes me feel that feeling and i don't know what that is like that it's just there's something really wild about just being a human and creating something really beautiful and like it affecting people and you, it's yeah. like, just like wild, like kind of, you know, heavenly like construction worker or something. And like, <laughs> um, to me that I, I feel successful in that way. Cause I, I just would look back and go, man, I've been doing this for a long time and, and I just keep doing it. And like, there's been so many times when I should quit and, um, and I just think it's cool. You know, there's a lot of things that are fucked. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to drive a car. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a ton of money. Like um, I've moved around so much. I don't really have a sense of home. I have a lot of weird relationships because of like what this sort of path has done to me psychologically. And um, you know, not to be a martyr, but it's a weird fucking life. Um, but I've, you know, I've done it and I've been like honest with it. And um I think that's awesome. You know, like when I'm about to die, I'll be like, whoa, like I lived pretty, <clears throat> pretty differently, pretty intensely. And like, yeah. that feels good. So that's like my inside success. I, I'm still not done yet because I keep, oh, no, you know, definitely not. <laughs> striving to do more and like, yeah. and yeah, do I want like a bigger audience and um, all that stuff for sure? Would I like to have like, you know, a big house and learn to drive and buy an old truck and and yeah i mean i i have all these like physical goals that i want to do so i keep going um and i still feel like every time i write a new song i'm like 
okay, that's better than my last one. That's better than my, I'm always trying to keep writing better music and I still feel like I haven't like, you know, it's really like kind of chasing a, you know, it's like a junkie chasing the first high or something. So I just keep going with that stuff. Um, and and the, the exterior success, I think, yeah, it is really like monetary and like it, it is like, um, it's like numbers now, especially it's like, how many Instagram followers do you have? Spotify yeah. plays, you know, how many little numbers are in your bank account you look at on your phone and, you know, banks only need to have 10% of your money anyways. So most of it is just in the air. It's uh, so I think exterior success is, is truly just, you know, been diluted down to numbers, right. which is, uh, which is odd. So um, I, I try not to worry about that sometimes because I say, Hey man, like, like if Instagram like deleted the app, like all of a sudden did like, you know, all the magic in my body gets sucked out. And I'm like, I can't sit <laughs> right. Right. It, it's like, if all of this like digital currency, like went away, Spotify, everything, I still have what I have. So that that's like a, that's a good feeling. I was actually thinking about that yesterday when I was in the shower, I should probably not think about such insane shit. In the shower. <laughs> but, um, but that just proves, I think about this stuff often. And it's a little bit maddening where I'm like, man, am I, am I like famous? Am I not famous? Am I good? Am I not good? It's just sort of a weird, I live a bit in a weird purgatory. Of, yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever. Oh, I totally get that, man. You're to me, you're famous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know your music. Mm-hmm. I know you. And now I know you personally, but like, I've always been a fan of you. So to me, you're someone famous. If like someone hasn't heard of you, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You haven't heard of him. <laughs> I got to show yeah. it to them. Right. Um, but yeah, as far as like a household name, no. But mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't know. I think that you're you're more than that. You you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think you need to change anything about your music or anything like that to. I just think it needs to be heard more. I think it needs to be out there more. And that goes for artists like you too, you know? Um, yeah. Anything can become like, look at a band like the Lumineers. Mm-hmm. That's not merely music for everybody, but everyone knows that fucking song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. My mother knows that song. Yeah. Um, but, but it made it out there. It just, it got the right, it caught the right ears. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's because like, I think, I don't know if I explained it. That was, no 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 it makes sense no no that was good (laughs) no you're right because it's like i mean and that is that weird thing where you go like because a band like the lumineers could say like oh like before they were big they could say oh you know we're not big because we're like we're kind of like folky bluegrass like you know we're not like whatever um but then all of a sudden they're huge and it's like, well, does everyone like that kind of stuff now? And they're like, right. well, what are we now? <laughs> and um, like, do we have to like take off the suspenders we're wearing and like polish our banjos or like whatever? <laughs> um, yeah, so that is weird. I think, I, I think that that's like, that's why it is problematic to say like, oh man, like, you know, my stuff's just too weird because it, it's, it's not true because I mean, Jesus, look at like, look at like, you know, you go from like White Snake to Nirvana, you know what I mean? It's like- yeah. It, it just, it doesn't really matter. And then you have really strange things like, I don't know, fucking like Tiny Tim. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you were to like, if you were to like write that down, be like, okay, this like 
real tripped out dude with like a ukulele and sings in this like very abrasive voice that's not enjoyable to listen to and they're like well what are the lyrics say oh tiptoe through the tulips like they go oh that'll never work it's and it's like it's yeah. huge so it's right. like i think there is space for everybody um it's just it's just a matter of when you know what i'm saying i feel yeah. like it's kind of like the but the best thing to do is it seems to me is to not like chase trends or whatever because by the time you get to it it's already changed so i sort of just feel like it's almost like there's like this conveyor belt that just is going and like there's things dropping every second and then like once the hole is the correct size for you you drop through and you're like yay you know i've made it and like (laughs) and that can take that can take a while i mean you look at elliot smith i mean he had to know like gus van zandt get put on goodwill hunting and then and that was it but you would probably if you were elliot or new elliot in portland when he's playing in like record stores and basement shows you probably would have thought like man this guy's a genius and like the world's never gonna get that yeah you know so it's uh i I feel like now i'm being like really positive and sort of like getting myself i told you we're gonna get positive (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) but yeah i think you just have to have patience and and um it's easy to have patience if you're not miserable you know what i mean it's kind of like you know sitting somewhere beautiful and someone's like oh i mean it's not like an airport lounge you know like your life you you can you can wait absolutely yeah you know i feel like i'm on some sort of weird course myself here like for sure this is it grows a little bit each time but it's nothing like there's no dramatic change you know it's gonna take time and i'm willing to put in the time and and be patient and Mm -hmm. i know one day you know i'll be dropping the conveyor belt too you know yeah um of course you just got to keep at it and just you know, just be you. That, that's what yeah. I, that's what I say, because I've tried to either alter myself to make myself something different or mm-hmm. just try to be someone I'm not. And I, you know what? It's going to be me and people are going to mm-hmm. like it or they're not. And it's as simple as that. Um, yeah. It's just got to get out there. You know, like I'm starting to get emails from random people from like PR firms and things like that that are listening to the show. They even like dropped Patrick Dampier's name. They were like, I heard your show with him. And I think we have a great mm-hmm. artist. I think we have a great artist for you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. Like one of the, one of the people like worked with Eminem and, and Dolly Parton. She's like a wow. stripper from Nashville. Awesome. Um, and I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would love uh-huh. to love to have her on, you know, there's no. Uh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a little surreal for me because mm-hmm. I never, I always did the contacting, you know what I mean? I always right. went after the people I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still going to continue to do that, obviously. But even to have one or two emails from someone who's just out there listening across the country mm-hmm. and interested in my show and wants someone to be on it. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. That's fucking yeah. awesome. You know, and to me, that that's feels good. Really cool. You know, That's really cool, man. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think, I think that'll just keep, that'll just keep happening. I mean, there's like, there's really... It, it, it's very improbable that like you would have like a backwards trajectory or whatever if yeah. you're just doing your thing you know what i mean it's like i always think about like there's so many fucking people in the world it's like even if like one percent of, of yeah. people are yeah. in like you 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 got it made so it's really um i don't know it's kind of one of those things like if you just do something and it's cool and you're authentic it, it, you really can't 
you can't fail as long yeah. as you just like aren't suffering too much and you don't give up i think everything's gonna be cool absolutely you know and there's but there's part of me still to this day that i'm just like you know what like i need a gimmick or i need to do this kind of thing or like i was doing the photos and stuff like that i stopped doing all that stuff because mm -hmm. i just want it to be this yeah i want it to be two people talking mm -hmm. about something that some people may find interesting some people may not i don't know mm -hmm. um but just be real let's just be real with it and uh i think it's better I, I do like that. I really do. I, I like to like eliminate the whole gimmick thing, you know? Yeah. And just, it's just a conversation. Um, right. And I think people, yeah. people are going to like that. You know, it's something that's kind of missing. <laughs> I mm -hmm. feel like everything, everything has to have like something, uh, like something to draw you in. I, I don't, I think this is going to take a lot longer to get the, mm -hmm. to the finish line, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah i i find it to be a lot more alluring i mean it's like other stuff is like fun you know but it yeah. it, it it seems to me a bit more like late night tv stuff like like a, like a carson thing or something right. or where it's like okay you know now we have whatever uh, uh harvey Keitel's on and like we're gonna play beer pong or something it's like you don't need to do that stuff i think people are more um i mean we're very voyeuristic so i think people just kind of want to hear people talking i at least at least yeah, i know yeah. i do like that's some of the only um besides like the absolute trash that i watch on uh tv sometimes the stuff that i really get down with though is like you know like i heard like uh russell brand and like duncan trussell talking and it was like the coolest fucking thing i it was like the most yeah. like entertaining thing i'd ever heard and like it's literally just two people talking right and it's like it's kind of funny you don't i mean it certainly helps if the people are like hyper interesting and intelligent and stuff like that but they don't really have to be like that's what's that's what's pretty weird about it it's like yeah. you could just like i mean i don't know i've always sort of it's like a my favorite has a podcast and he's like a comedian and stuff and um every once in a while he'll just have on like someone like really normal like he'll have on he had on like bill burr right so he he dips into the fame pond regularly but then he'll right. have on he had on a plumber yeah <laughs> like, literally a plumber and it was so cool because i was like damn dude i've never got to hear a plumber just talk about plumbing for two hours yeah so i listened to that and i'm like fuck dude i know like everything about plumbing from a dude who's been in the business for like 20 plus years and like what like a rare and like beautiful opportunity to hear about something is like just average stuff you know? absolutely you know it's like going out to uh a coffee shop by yourself sitting at the table and you're listening to the people talking next to you, you know, mm -hmm. they don't know you're listening or they don't care, whatever, but you can learn something just from doing that. And, and, uh, that's kind of what I'm going for here. So that, that's, that's cool that we even got to this topic in the first place. Cause when I first started doing this, you know, I was like all nervous and fucking weird. And I, I wrote everything down, <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I wrote every single thought down on the page and I wrote every single question out. Now I have like three notes on a card and, and mm -hmm. it works so much better. It's so much more uh, realistic and, and, and organic. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, not to just keep talking about myself, but. Um, no, no. Well, you're the, you know, you're the only one here besides me. So. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear about you. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I was talking to Dave the other day. I had a show with Dave and uh, we were talking mm -hmm. about cameo. Yeah. 
Um, how's that going? I mean, I don't really get that many people on there, but yeah. I don't, I don't really like advertise it very much. You know, I think I have like right. one time or whatever. I don't know. I just have like my money sitting in there too. Like, yeah. like a savings account. <laughs> kind of. It's like, you got to like set up like a bunch of shit or whatever yeah. to like do it. And I just haven't, I mean, there's probably gonna be a day where I'm like really going to want to do that. I think you can give it to charity or something too. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. You, you have to be like be invited to it. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And you have to right. be like a celebrity or whatever the fuck. So like I got invited by like Andy, um, Andy Dick, he invited me to it. And then like, I talked on the phone to like the head or creator of cameo. Um, and like, I, I was like, Oh, this is like, I mean, you know, no, I wouldn't say like an honor, but I was kind of like, Oh weird. That's funny. You know, like, yeah, like whatever. And I, and I've definitely done some and it's weird. You know, people will be like, um, Hey, me and my girlfriend are like going on a vacation and like we tell her have a fun vacation like there's kind of these like they tell you what to say and i i set the price like i think as low as it can go and everything um yeah man yeah, yeah. it's funny i know funny. some people you know you're obviously very reasonably priced uh, some people are like 800 <clears throat> bucks you know <laughs> yeah and it's like all right you know take it easy um yeah it's but, funny because like i would do that for free is like the thing you know, like if someone, yeah. I mean, if someone really asked me, like, we please, please send me a video of you yeah. saying hi, I'd be like, okay, you know, like, yeah, like, sure. Like, you know what I mean? But right. like, there is a certain um, amount of like a wall you have to put up because I do get a lot of freaky fucking shit. Oh, absolutely. And to me, um, <clears throat> so then I, I've sort of, I don't even, I mean, I think the other day I had like 90, like, I think it was like 91 message requests. And I'm like, oh my god! I like I had like an anxiety attack. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. see that because there's kind of, there's probably gonna be like, you know, seventy of them or just like hearts or laughing faces or I like your music or we met one time. But then there's probably gonna be someone that's like, what the fuck did you do to your face or something like that? Right, like, right. So I just don't even look at them anymore. To and like, and you know, whoever watches like don't feel slighted or like I'm a jerk. It's just that like imagine if you had a, a sizable amount of strangers saying stuff to you every day it's like sure. i mean you know when you used to like get home back in the days of answering machines you'd have like 30 messages on your answering machine you're like yeah oh no what's happening that's right. how it feels so to have sort of a uh a vetting system and be it because someone had to pay um yes. and go through a system to get to actually communicate with you in like a safe environment uh feels pretty productive um absolutely and at the end of the day it's like it, it, the state of the industry where it's like you know spotify paying so little youtube paying so little um you do have to sort of monetize your yourself in these ways that would seem a bit embarrassing just to sort of make a living it's like people can go oh man that's like fucked up i'm like well would you rather like i quit making music and i go you know make burritos somewhere because like right. you have to do these these silly little things sometimes to right. remain afloat to be available for people who who want want stuff from you absolutely you know and you were kind enough to do one for my wife for her birthday her 40th birthday yeah and it was amazing man and you know what we didn't do that on cameo we just did that straight no up. right right we just did that straight yeah. i'm saying it was it was a cameo kind of form kind of thing you know mm. um what you say in a minute or two minutes is awesome, man. You're a wordsmith, like Dave Leto said the other day. You're just, you fucking, 
that's your thing, man. You're so good at that. Um, so someone's going to get something special from you. And yes, they have to go through a system. And if someone wanted to insult you, they got to mm-hmm. pay. They got to pay to do that. <laughs> you know cool. what I mean? <laughs> you know? Um, that would actually be a funny sort of sort of thing. It'd be like the dude at the fair who sits on the thing. You, know, you throw, pay, throw the ball and like dunk him in the water. Yeah. Sort yeah. of like a, a digital one of that. It's like, it's like, yeah, you can, you know, call me like Walmart Post Malone but it's going to cost you like 60 bucks, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I actually did my, I booked my first cameo today. I'm going to have a confession. Um, Laura Jane Grace, you know. Oh, rad. Cool. Dude, I literally wrote, would you be on my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I want to talk to her so bad. And uh, I know you know her. And yeah. um, maybe you can whatever but i was like you know what yeah. let me just throw it let me throw it. it was only 50 bucks i was like that's 50 good. bucks it's like i'm still so i'm supporting the industry and mm-hmm. even if she says no i'm still gonna get a video so fuck it i'm just going balls to the wall yeah. here man i don't even care <laughs> that's really cool i i like that you're like using it as a yeah. way to like actually ask yeah. a question that's yeah. so cool i know i respect that man <laughs> i think i feel like she would probably do it like yeah um yeah man i like i don't i don't talk to her that often because it's like we did that tour and then like we got signed and then like you know laura like was really in the spotlight for a little while like right in the beginning obviously and like um we just sort of like drifted apart and like i've had like probably like 15 different phones (laughs) so it's like whatever the icloud or whatever sometimes like I'm like, oh no, it didn't transfer all my famous people's numbers. Like only right. like two of them or something. And then I'm like, and then yeah, like try to like DM somebody and like, um, you know, and like I said, I don't look at my requests. So it's like, you don't know, like, so it's yeah. hard to get in touch with people through Instagram. And, right. um, but yeah, we, we've talked a few times, but it's like, she's definitely like a sensitive, you know, kind of a raw nerve of a human. So it's yeah. like, is like erratic and sort of you know depressed and um weird as i can be and sort of hide away or like come out and be really creative and all these extreme you know extreme behavioral patterns of artists like she's certainly in that so um you know i give all my friends in the business like like a a total pass with that because you know i've uh i don't know we're just all real weird to each other like just don't talk for a long time and and then you'll get like some frantic you know text at 4 a.m like we got to make a record together and you're like (laughs) we haven't talked in like a year you know it's like (laughs) it is not a even an even friendship sometimes with with, you know creative people particularly those who are sort of like famous you know what i mean right right yeah Yeah. so uh yeah wish me luck i'm gonna uh you know what it is sometimes i'll go on instagram Mm -hmm. and i'll try to contact people and if they have like 400,000 followers, the odds are they're not going to read the messages because they have uh-huh. fucking thousands of them. Yeah. So I thought of a little creative way maybe to uh, get around that. Yeah. And as long as it doesn't cost me, you know, too much money, I can kind of sneak my way in there and see what happens. That's brilliant, man. You know? Actually, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I've never thought of that. I feel like, uh, I don't know that really anyone's ever done done that. Like just using yeah. it as a way to actually ask a question as opposed to just like i think people just want them to say something and then they save it on their phone and they can right they can do that i i think we were talking about that one time when um 
that band paid a bunch of celebrities on Cameo to say that they love their record. And then they made like a montage of all these celebrities being like, man, this is the greatest record. And they put it on their Instagram and I saw it and it totally duped me. I was like, I was like, man, these guys got all these crazy like celebrity fans and endorsements. Like I got to check this out. And I was like, they, they didn't crop out the little cameo logo on the bottom on one of them. And I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just realized I may have made a, um, a new thing. Like you want someone to be on your podcast, you know, pay them uh-huh. <laughs> because, yeah. all right. So listen, you know, this is promotion for the artist as well. Right. So it's kind of like one hand washes the other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but shit, man, if you're guaranteed to get somebody you really want, throw them 50 bucks fucking for yeah. an hour, they're going to, you know, help you out for an hour or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it no? sounds, it's, it's, a, it sounds <laughs> weird, but if you think about it, it sounds totally reasonable because yeah. I mean, everybody on this planet, their time is worth some sort of amount of yeah. money. Yeah. You know, I hate dealing with the whole money thing with this. It's like, uh-huh. um, you know, I feel like the one of the first things I say when I introduce myself is like, I don't have anything to offer you <laughs> mm-hmm. except for my gratitude and like promotion for whatever you want to do or want to mm-hmm. talk about. But, you know, eventually one day when I'm making money doing this and mm-hmm. yeah, I make, dude, I make like pennies, but uh, like, I'm talking about like real money. Right. Um, then it'd be a different, different world. But mm-hmm. uh, as for yeah, now, I, think- I just, I try to get away with it as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's good. And a lot of people, you know, they just want to talk. You know what I mean? I don't think that yeah. anyone's really, well, really looking I'll, to get money. I'll tell you this. This pandemic helped me out big time. For um, sure. You helped me out massively. I owe you to all the thanks in the world. No worries. Um, but this pandemic was like, all right, yeah, I'm home. I'm doing nothing. You want to talk? Sure, let's talk. And yeah, boom, you know. Yeah, if people were out on tour and the world was open again, I think I would have a lot more of a difficult time. Oh man, uh, for sure, dude. People sure. are going stir crazy <clears throat> and they're going nuts, and in a way, I'm I guess I'm taking advantage of that. But <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> no, I've uh, <clears throat> I've I've noticed that for myself, even um, I've made a lot of uh, sort of musical friendships from people I really admire just from the the, the pandemic. You know, I'm yeah. like. I'm like, man, like I've, I've loved this musician for so long. And, and, uh, and like, wow, I was always like, I never thought to talk to somebody, you know, like that. And then it's like during the pandemic, uh, I guess, which is still happening. I don't know. Um, (laughs) you know, something, I think it is. Yeah. I think maybe, you know, all forever. Um, uh, yeah. Send a message to someone and they like, they write back and they're like, oh yeah, sure. I'm like, what? Like, man, I feel like if I would have contacted you two years ago and I have, (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like yeah there was just nothing nothing there um which is which is really kind of cool i think it i'm always wondering like is it just a general boredom or is it like uh, a bit of the coming together thing you talked about where people were like yeah like holy shit like like everyone might you know 10 percent of the population might die and everyone gets kind of scared and like reconnecting with their family and everybody's a little bit like a raw nerve and um people are just more willing to you know sort of unite with other humans it's a bit like you know when you're like on an airplane and there's like really bad turbulence 
all of a sudden yeah. everybody's like becomes one. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel yeah. like that sort of happened on like a wide scale, at least, you know, in, in like our little world of creatives, it's like, it's like, dude, I got to wear a mask everywhere. Like, you know, I'm worried I'm going to die. Somebody's going to die. Like, hell yeah, let's talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That I think it's a little bit of both actually, especially totally. for me. Like, I think people are like, at first, when I first contact them, they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm fucking bored. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then once we start talking, they realize that second part of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm making like a connection right now. This is this is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, this guy's like goofy and he's, he's in a garage and whatever. And uh, yeah, it's nice. I do. I That's the biggest thing I love about this whole thing is just making that connection. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the, a lot of the people you've introduced me to, dude, I talk to them like I talk to my regular friends on like on a daily basis. Obviously, include, awesome. obviously including you. Yeah. Uh, but I talk yeah. to Andrew a lot. I talk to um, I talk to Eddie every now and then, and um, oh, cool. You know, they're just all really great people, and I'm honored to have them on here. It's it's amazing. And uh, Nick Mack is coming back. I'm gonna be talking to him Wednesday. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so excited about that, man, because yeah, he was one of my first ones. And, uh, you know, I was like a ball of nerves and kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Now I can kind of like really just be like this and, and uh, get a better show, you know, out of it. Just want to yeah, keep getting man. better and better. I guess with him, probably you probably just know notes or something, right? Just talking. Just he's, talking. he's just such so down to earth. He's just so yeah. cool. And, uh, and yeah, he shouldn't man. be. <laughs> he's one of those people to me. That shouldn't be down to earth. I feel like he should have a, a fucking massively inflated ego. He's just, he's incredible. Yeah, man. I don't remember. I don't remember how I ever got in contact with him or why. I don't know if he like followed me on Instagram or I followed him, but I remember being like, 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 whoa, dude, like, you're not a fucking, like, you should be a dick, dude. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you were, <laughs> you're I mean. wild. He's just, he's just so nice. I mean, I've, you know, I've definitely like, texted him and like yo like what's up and he's like oh i'm like and he'll be like sitting with like just somebody who has like the number three song on you know in the world and he's just yeah. like chilling with blah 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 and i'm like i'm like whoa and i made, I think i made a joke i was like i was like ask him if they uh if they like fences haha <laughs> you know what i mean i'm just like i'm literally fucking kidding and he's like he's like hell yeah dude like like I'm going to talk to him about it. Like, no worries. Like, I got your back. And I'm just like, yeah. what the, why are you so fucking nice, dude? You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, exactly. Nice. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll message him and he'll get back to me within minutes. Like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And I'm like, holy shit. All right, cool. It is. Yeah. So, it's weird. Yeah. I think it, and, and possibly it's like, you know, maybe that's just like a cliche that like really talented, successful people are mean. Maybe they're not. Yeah. I don't know. I no, mean, it's, I, it's definitely a cliche. cliche. Um, yeah. But some of them really are, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. met a couple jerks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. So we, uh, we're running about an hour now. So my new format, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it down to like an hour, 45 minutes. Cool. I find that more people listen to my shorter episodes. <laughs> so I take that into account. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's because whatever, maybe they're driving in their car for an hour or, or whatever. I don't know what it is, but probably, yeah. I'm, probably I'm like that too. I'm like that too. When yeah. somebody sends me something and it's like long, I'm like, are you fucking serious, man? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to listen to this yeah. for two hours. I'm the worst man. I'll, I'll have people <laughs> send me like, 
like songs, which were what, like three minutes, 245, 330, like right. radio hits. And like, I'll get it and I'm like, fuck. And I'll just like zoom into the middle. Yeah. <laughs> just to like get like the key, yeah. the vocal tone and all the stuff. I'll just like be like, I'll just like literally take like a micro dose of it to, to my mm. fucking brain. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And then I'm, I'm off and like, I either like it or don't, but I'm really bad with like sitting and absorbing content yeah. that people give to me. Um, but you know, when you send me podcast episodes, like I'm excited because I'm just like, I'm like, Oh man, cool. Like after, after dinner, I'm gonna put in headphones and like go actually like enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's, it's cool that way. But like, I know sometimes Joe has those ones that are like three or four hours. Yeah. And it's like, it's, uh, it's funny because I listened because Joe had on Duncan and I think they're, they went for like three plus hours and I've heard the, the first 45 minutes of it probably 50 times because I put it on. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna listen to this. <clears throat> and then I just fall asleep. So it's like, I, and then I try to like zoom forward and figure out where I left off. And I'm like, I just can't like, like, I feel like I'm like watching the Godfather, you know, it's like too right. much. Right. No, I hear you, man. And that's kind of how I am. And so I want to try this new kind of time thing where I keep it down under an hour or an hour, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of my episodes were like almost two hours and it's like, I don't even want to listen to that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know after a while, like after like, you know, two hours, every, you, we're just like staring at each other. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and today was great, man. We, I got glad we got to catch up a little bit and for sure. I love where you're, I love where you're at right now. I, you have a really good fucking energy, man. And, uh, keep it up. Thanks, and man. Yeah. You I, too. I, you know what? We're going to get some new music from you soon or what? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm super excited. I'm getting, um, uh, lyric videos for songs that are on, uh, failure sculptures. There's this dude, he's really talented. He does, um, I mean, like full disclosure, like my kind of manager label head or whatever, he manages the Goo Goo Dolls also, which mm -hmm. I love the Goo Goo Dolls. Like some yeah. of those songs are fucking amazing. But the guy who does like, who's done all the new lyric videos for Goo Goo Dolls is, I think I'm getting them today for a couple of the songs about paper or well, paper route um, and uh, a mission, getting lyric videos, just some sort of kind of new content. And then uh, the re-release will have a couple of acoustic versions on it so that's coming out just to sort of uh reset everything yeah and then i believe um i'm doing some like actual music videos for the the ep yeah um and that's still gonna come out <clears throat> in february i've done my like i did like the promotional photos with adam degrasse which was like really thrilling um because he's like just so he's so sweet and like one of those like people that should be a jerk but he's not you know what i mean yeah um really talented so like we got that ready um i think we might do a video we we both said it would be fun um so yeah there's gonna be damn before definitely before march there's gonna be like new music out or whatever i just like it, it's odd because i just want to get it out so i can start recording the full length because right. i'm like Am I going to like put this out and then like start touring? Like, I don't really know that that's going to happen yeah. because I feel like even with like the vaccine, there's going to be a lot of people that like, you know, because everyone's like, if you take the vaccine, you're going to die or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So like a lot of people aren't going to take the vaccine because of uh, fear. 
and also just assuming, well, everyone else will take it, then they won't give it to me. And I just, and even with the fact that they say it's like 90% effective, I don't see a foreseeable future where they're going to be very comfortable having people really compact in a closed yeah. space. Yeah. So um, I don't, I just don't think I'm going to put out a new record in February and then start touring. So for me, putting that out just sort of frees me up to let people enjoy it. And then I can do the full length record. Um, I just really have so much fun making records. I really love it yeah. a lot. So like, yeah. So yeah, new music in like a month or something. And then um, I'll start working on the other one and, and whatever the state of the world and then I'll sort of adapt to that or whatever, but I'm not going to do no like live on the internet stuff. I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Nah, it's not the same. It's not no. the same. You know what I think they should do as far as like easing into opening venues back up. Mm hmm do like and it, it's going to be harder for the artist but do like two nights and split split the seats up that's smart you know at least they're mm -hmm. getting out there and people are starting to fill these these venues up a lot otherwise they're going to fucking close down yeah um, yeah that's a really that's a really good idea actually because i always thought well if it's half capacity that's half right. the money for like the staff the band right. everybody but then if you do two nights it's, it's mathematically full capacity yeah that's wise yeah yeah that could that could be something to happen and and honestly too like just sort of you know picking and choosing where you go geographically like you got all the comedians from la going to texas and nashville where they can do stand-up you know right it's like maybe you go like shit dude i gotta like fly to texas and, and just kind of do like a residency for a month you know yeah i mean things like that i'm definitely definitely open to but um yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm in no rush, honestly, to like, to, yeah. to get out there and uh, play shows. I mean, I miss it, but um, I'm just not, I, I'm just not any in any rush. I mean, it just, yeah. it's just like, shit, man, maybe it's like a sign from God that everything went to such shit that <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna fight it, you know? Right. Yeah, just take it easy. And when it happens, it happens, you know? For sure. Um, all right, man. Thank you so cool. much. You're welcome. You Thank know, you. I love you. Uh, I don't have too. to say that. And mm -hmm. um, that's it, man. Thank you so much again. I appreciate cool. you for everything you do for me, man. You're the best. Yeah, you too, and, brother. Um, peace. Talk to you All soon. All right, later. All right, Bye. man. Later.